Lenten Messiah with Andrew Klein-Smith for MessiahFilm.com Session 29, God the Mocker Welcome to you, my name is Andrew Klein-Smith. Let me read to you Psalm 2 verses 4 to 6. He who sits in the heavens laughs. The Lord holds them in derision. Then he will speak to them in his wrath and terrify them in his fury, saying, As for me, I've set my king on Zion, my holy hill. Woody Allen had a funny line. If you want to make God laugh, tell him about your plans. Allen's line had something of a cynical view of God in it, but the line also has a lot of truth about it. Sarcasm, mockery, and derision, in my Christian subculture, these are not seen as particularly admirable things, even though they have become the staple of comedy in the wider culture. And yet here, the word of the psalmist today, you will see that there is something of this within God. Our God is a God who mocks and ridicules. I think that sarcasm and mockery and derision are widely used in Western culture today to tear down sacred cows, to destabilise things that are taken to be true or good. But when God snorts in derision at the raging and conspiring of humanity against him in Psalm 2, He's not tearing down something true or good. He's mocking the idea that somehow we will triumph over him. It's laughable. The exhortation of the risen Lord Jesus is the thumbing of God's nose at all our grandiose posturing and preening as a human race, our thought that we can dispose with God and rule the world ourselves. The message of the resurrection and exaltation of Jesus Christ is a huge threat to the systems of evil. The exaltation of Jesus means finally the end of the exaltation of human systems of control and power. The exaltation of Jesus is the establishment of God's true rule in the world and the judgment of all false rule. To say that Jesus is Lord is to deny every other claim for ultimate authority. The history of the world is the history of humanity at the international level and at the domestic level making other plans than the plan of God. John Lennon said that life is what happens when you're busy making other plans. Life is the rule of Jesus Christ. Only the rule of Jesus Christ can bring life. He did say, didn't he? I have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Jesus opposes everything that opposes this true life. Later in John's Gospel, he also said, This is life, that the know you and Jesus Christ whom you've sent, Father, Perhaps the greatest anxiety of our world is related to this existential reality 
that the exaltation of Jesus means all our petty counter plans will finally come to judgment, that they'll be shown for what they really are and be brought to an end. If you've got all your eggs in the basket of your plans, the idea that the plan of God will finally triumph through Jesus Christ will be a worrying one. Every day, the world lives now under the rule of the exalted Lord Jesus Christ. That is the great message of the book of Revelation. In chapter 5, John has a vision where a search is made for one who can open the scroll of history, who can find out the secret of what's happening in the world and bring it to its good goal. But no one in the vision can be found in all creation and John weeps bitterly. But then he hears a voice telling him to not weep because one has been found, one has entered creation who can rule the world. The Son of God made flesh, born in Israel as the true King, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. When John turns to see this majestic Lion who will rule the world, what he sees is a Lamb, with all the marks of having been slain, but now standing alive before the throne of God, ready to receive the scroll and to take up his rule in the world. That's a vision of Jesus Christ. He is the one who guides our whole convulsive history to the destiny of God's great plan. And this is all told to us so that we may believe and trust. Let us pray. Lord God, there's something dreadfully comical in the way we human beings think we know the best destiny for the world. We thank you that you've never taken any of this as a serious possibility, but have worked steadily in your great plan to bring everything to unity in Jesus Christ. And now he reigns at your right hand. We cry aloud with joy, full of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is Lord. He reigns. He reigns. And we ask that you will help us to live by this truth in all the twists of the path of life that lies ahead of us, knowing all the time that we know you and Jesus Christ whom you've sent. And so we know the secret of life. Amen.